Hello, beautiful people. We all know T. Fudge writes, but now T. Fudge talks. So on today's wonderful episode of T. Fudge Talks, if you guys didn't read the title, which you should have read the title because that's like the first thing that comes up, whatever. It's about drugs and alcohol, our favorite. Don't we all just love drugs and alcohol? Don't we? Anyways, this is actually not a joke, so I shouldn't be making jokes, but I'm going to get serious, okay? So I don't know. What inspired me to make this episode is because I feel as though college students more so than, you know, anybody else have the most experimentation with drugs and alcohol. And I think um, it's good to know how to be safe and it's good to know, like, what to do in case of emergency. Not that I know what to do in case of emergency, but... You know, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to explore all that in this episode. So first, I'm going to start with drugs. Are we ready? Are we ready to talk about drugs? I don't think we are. We might not be ready. Okay, but um, one of the most common drugs in college, I'll say, is marijuana. Most most people are smoking Um. Yeah, most people in college are smoking, and that's just, well, most people in college, most people who are between the ages of 18 and 26 are smoking. You know what? I'm going to say 16 and 26 are smoking. Like, I wouldn't say it's like, oh, my God, every single day. Well, for some people, I wouldn't say it's like every single day these people are smoking, but most of the time you've experimented by 16, definitely by 26, Okay. That's just my, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's a real fact, but hey, I just came up with it and that's it. Okay, so here's my experience. Are you ready? Yo, I'm about to get deep, y'all. I'm about to get deep, like for real, like for real. Okay, so my freshman year of college, first of all, I was never a big doer of the um smoking of the cannabis whatever you want to call it um but my first year of college bruh (laughs) yo it's like honestly I used certain substances as a coping method for my loneliness like I was super lonely my first year in school and so um after some thought I decided to give up what I was doing because I felt that it wasn't healthy for me and all through the summer I kind of like I I wouldn't say like I I don't want to give away too much because I don't want next thing I know SWAT team knocking on my door but not for real like through the summer I didn't really engage in those activities because I didn't want to like I don't want it to turn into a crutch again um and then my second year of college here the crutch come that took the crutch right up the closet and I used it again but it was like a different type of crutch this time like this time it was more so because I wasn't I wasn't alone and I'm not alone now but it was more so like it was a unhealthy coping mechanism but it was healthier than how I was coping before so I was coping because I didn't have anyone also and I was just going through life stuff. But this time I was going through life stuff and I had people to engage in these activities with, if that makes sense. Um, I don't remember the day. Sometime in the beginning of September, I did get 
really, 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 really drunk. I didn't drink. I mean, I didn't eat all day, which is my number one tip. Please make sure you eat. I have a story about that. I have a story as to why I don't drink Hennessy anymore. Even talking about it is about to make me throw up. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> if you guys add me on Snapchat, um, there's this iconic video of the Toria Fudge in the shower with my hoodie on. Um, <laughs> and it's cause I was under the influence of Hennessy and I was going through a rough time and it was just like, it was just a lot, but I've mentioned this in my first podcast about heartbreak. Um, so go listen if you haven't listened to that, but I gave myself that weekend. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to do all this crazy stuff this weekend. And then after that, like you got to get back on it because you can't like, this is the type of thing that if you if you think about it it's gonna eat away at you and I learned that laying there drunk not being able to stand up I'm like now I'm stuck in this bed and all I can do is think about what's going on around me right so I just don't suggest using alcohol as a coping method marijuana would I necessarily disagree with using it as a coping method 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 dang I can't talk no like, I don't disagree with using that because I feel as though, I don't know how you guys are, but I feel as though that that's something that calms me and it makes, it makes me, like, have a clearer head. Like, I can think about things better. And I noticed that during that week, whole week that I was, like, going through what I was going through, um, I was just thinking way more clearly. And it was, like, things were coming to me and I was, like, becoming okay with, like, whatever was happening. And, like, it was just really good for me um and so yeah I don't suggest alcohol as a coping method I never suggested alcohol as a coping method I don't suggest alcohol at all because alcohol is just not it but so let me tell y'all this is like a little bit off topic but not really because this episode is about drugs and alcohol so let me tell y'all um I don't know what day it was I think it was like sometime in the middle of October I have two stories actually this is not good in the middle of October, but I had, um, oh Lord, even talking about it, I'm about to just get, oh my gosh, I had not eaten all day, and, um, I drank three Hennessy Sours, and if you don't know what a Hennessy Sour is, it's a mixture of Hennessy, and then there's a mixture, it's actually called sweet and sour mixture for drinks, and I have a heavy hand, so I put more Hennessy than I should have, and not enough sour, and then I drank three of them on an empty stomach, and I threw up four times that night. Four whole times. Um, I threw up in my sleep because I woke up and I was surrounded by throw up, and it was disgusting, and it was horrible, and I felt horrible, and that's the day I decided to never drink Hennessy again. Even though it wasn't Hennessy's fault, it was my fault, but I will never do it again. I will just never do it again because that's like something... No, I will never do that again. That was just such a bad experience. And then, okay, I have another bad experience. Um, me and my, my roommates, my wonderful roommates, decided to do something along the lines of eating something that maybe had THC in it, maybe not. Don't want to give too much away. Um, and we had just a really bad trip. Like, we were all crying. It was just so bad, like... Let me just be honest. Have y'all ever gotten too high? Like, that's what happened to us. We were just way too high. And it was like 
a horrible experience and it was something that like I would never want to do again but I feel as though personally there's certain experiences that you have to go through to know that you never want to do it again sad enough like it's sometimes you just have to learn the hard way that's where that phrase comes from like learning the hard way because I learned the hard way that First of all, I don't need to be drinking Hennessy. I don't need to be drinking that much Hennessy to begin with. And then second of all, I don't need to be drinking Hennessy on an empty stomach. And then I don't need to be, I don't, I just, uh, it was so bad. But yeah, so I think that if you're going to do drugs or drink alcohol in college or wherever you are, because it's bound to happen, please be safe. And like, I'm not saying that every time you drink, like sit down and talk to yourself and think, okay, am I doing this? because I want to have fun or because I'm coping with something but like try try and do that that's what I'm trying to say like don't you don't want to be in a position where like you're sad and then you're like I'm gonna get drunk and now you're drunk and sad because being drunk and sad is even worse and then when you're drunk and sad you it's just not good like it ruins the drunk it ruins you being drunk and it ruins the fun like there's no fun in having like having copious amounts of alcohol in your system and then not being able to enjoy it mind you i don't know what your situation is but especially if you paid for the alcohol alcohol is not cheap and so you're wasting your whole alcoholic experience on sadness and so you want to make sure that you cope with whatever stuff you're going through before you start drinking alcohol like it could be a stress reliever but don't let it be a crutch you know, because a crutch you need. When you break your foot and a doctor gives you a crutch, it's because he he thinks you need it to walk. You know, like, if he gives you a stress reliever, he's like, ah, you know what, take a take a pain pill. But you don't need the pain pill, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can, you can deal with the pain. You just choose not to. You just take a pain pill. But a crutch is something that you need, and so you don't want to let alcohol become your crutch because... Alcohol or, or or weed, you don't want either of them to become your crutch because once you use a crutch, you become comfortable with assistance and your assistance is not coming from a healthy place. And so when you have an unhealthy crutch, when you have unhealthy assistance, it's just not good. It's just really bad. And I can only speak from my experience. I don't know who's listening. I don't know what's what's going on out there. I don't know who, what you guys are going through, but honestly it's just not it's not mm -mm. it's not it that's all I can say because I just don't I just don't want to see anyone that I love and care about like because a lot of people okay before I end this because this is getting kind of long no one really saw the impact of drugs and alcohol in my life when I was going through what I was going through mostly because I was alone and like, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't think, I don't want anyone that I love to go through what I went through with drugs and alcohol. And yeah, I only have a little bit of experience. You, people have probably have crazier stories than me, but I can only speak for what I do and what I, you know, can say. So anyways... Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys listening all the time. It's like, it just means, I'm about to get emotional. It just means a lot that people are actually listening to me. 
and they actually care about what I have to say because a lot of like a lot of times like people a, a lot in my life people have told me like you know you talk too much or no one's listening to me and why am I getting emotional oh my god um but yeah I just I just really appreciate you guys listening and I've coped with some stuff through this podcast through just talking to an invisible audience I don't even know if you guys are listening or not but I just appreciate it so much I appreciate everyone in my life oh wow okay good thing y'all didn't see me cry so y'all don't got no proof period I want to thank y'all so much for listening and until next time we all know T. Fudge writes but now T. Fudge talks Thank you.